0: I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. I should have started before now. On the other side of the forest is a neighborhood. The forest is right behind my studio window. And every day about this time, there's a college drummer. You know he's a college drummer because he's playing drums, uh, drum corps cadences. So that's fine. Let him practice. I just want to talk to you. I have to talk to you. Have to get this message out. You know, I was in the shower and I know you say, wait a minute, I was in the shower too. (laughs) But no, I'm, I'm serious, I was in the shower And um, so many ideas, so many things came to me that I wanted to share with you because I knew I did not want to interview anybody today. I wanted to talk to you from my heart. This is no script, no bullet points, no nothing written down. I'm just sharing with you my reality. We're not talking about COVID-19 this time, even though it's a pandemic on the pandemic, we're talking about Black Lives Matter. When I say love, I'm talking about a latitudinal compassion, a liberal love attitude. This is true love. One, to feel the need to encourage and lift others up spiritually, psychologically, financially, in wisdom or action. Number two, the unchangeable aspiration that results in a commitment to behave in a lasting effort, to serve in ways that are good for, needed by, and in the best interest of the other person or persons. Number three, and oneself. Number four, it's altruism. Number five, it's compassionate, magnanimous behavior. Number six, the desire that converts to action to prepare oneself and one's situation to be of the best optimistic benefit for self and others. Number seven, it is the highest power. And I'm not talking about it from a protest standpoint, although it is related to the protest. Yes it is. Um, I remember years ago, years ago, I was pulled over and cops said you have a light out. I said okay. I said, can me your license. I gave my license. He said I gotta take you up. What you gotta take me up for you got a ticket. You haven't paid the ticket. I said okay Immediately, my temper shot past the ceiling. I got out, I kicked the car, said, you gotta lock me up for so many people out here doing crimes and I haven't done nothing. I gotta get back home to my daughter and you locking me up? What is wrong with you, man? Well, I went to jail. Not only that time, I've been to jail many times for you look like the guy that just robbed a store around the corner. We got to take you up for positive ID. One night I went to watch my friend perform. She wanted me and her, her to hear her band, her new band, and I had just got back from Berkeley College of Music. So, I took my car and went a little bit down the street. Whoop, whoop, all of a sudden, I had forgot my license. I said, officer, sir, my license, I'm here from school. I'm staying with my sister right now. Um, my license are upstairs on her dresser. I forgot them. Can I go get them? No, I need to take you to jail for positive ID. You know, this, this is, it's been time and time again. We've been going through, and, and, and when I kicked that tire, that guy could have beat the daylights out of me, but for some reason, some reason I'm still here to tell you about it, and the reason, It's obvious to me, and I want it obvious to you because you may not realize how important this thing called love is to me, but it's what I live for, and I believe each and every person lives for it, but I want you to listen deeply. Listen again when this podcast ends, and what you'll hear is the defined description of love, and I'm going to tell you where I got it from. I didn't just make it up. This is not just a me thing, okay? As I read my Bible, I read 1 John 4, 16. And you can tell in my voice, I'm really serious about it. It's really emotional to me right now. But I read in 1 John 16 that if you don't love, you can't say you love God and you don't love your brother and it reads on to say, those who live in love live in God, and God lives also in you. But between there and a little bit after there, you can you, can get, you pick it up, read it for yourself. What you're going to see is this is who God is. God is love. We know God because God is love. God lives in us. Okay? That's that force that you feel that allows you to breathe, that allows you to see, that allows you to think, that's that electromagnetism that everything in this universe is made out of. That's that force that you feel. I'm not wanna preach to you, but I just wanna be real with you right now. I want you to see where I'm coming from. So the question then becomes, if God is love, then what's love? Okay, if God is love, what is love? We can't see God, we can't touch God, we can't hear God, we can hear it in our heart, in our head, and if we listen. But what we can do is document or understand his actions. First action, he takes daggone good care of us. So whether he's mad at us, whether we messed up or not, we get in the sunshine and the rain. We got a ground to walk on. So love must be, Taking care of then, right? If God is love, then how can we identify it other than that? Well, let's look look at the ways that we can take care of one another. Now, I'm not going to break all of that down here. You can hear some of it in the intro and the outro. But the bottom line is it comes from a commitment to do things that are good for, needed by, and in the best interest of us because that's what he does. Listen again, listen to the intro and the exit, and you'll see exactly why I put that there. And I want you to really get this because you are so valuable to the world. You are so valuable to not just the people that love you, but the people that you can walk past. And if you, if you catch their eye, say hi, how you doing? You'll see that on my website. If you look on my website, askcoachliz.com forward slash Tony D. If you look at me in my eyes, I'm going to say hi to you because I want to make it a practice because I want people to get used to it. It's not just I want. I think our creator would love to see everybody treating each other with the respect and love and appreciation that we want for ourselves. Here's what I don't get, though. How can you expect respect and not give it to the next man? how can you expect respect and not give it to the next woman? Because everybody feels the same as you. You are the other person to the other person. Imagine that. Other people look at you the way you look at them when it, it, it's not a, sci- a unscientific proven point. <laughs> or however I can say that and make you, make you understand what I'm saying. This is fact. What you spit out What you give out, what you live out, comes back to you. All my life, love has been the most important thing. Because I was raised in a neighborhood where taking was easy for people, where beating up was easy for people, where I learned to fight at a very young age. Only had a few in my life, never lost a one, but (laughs) thank God, I didn't want to do them. But sometimes in that type of place, you have to say enough is enough. But anytime you can hold up a Bible, you better mean it or you better be apologizing. One of the two. Because I'm telling you, this thing called life is serious and we really have to get a hold of love. This is the most important aspect in our life. Now, think about it. I'm going to break it down a little bit more for you. Love. It's not a ooh I want to get you and do it to you. That's lust. Let's be real about it. That's lust. But it's okay because God gave that to us too. But when you have lust and you commit to this woman, you need to commit. When you have lust and you commit to this man, let it last. Make it real. Give the same respect that you want for yourself and I got to preaching. I told you I wasn't gonna preach to you, but I got to preaching. (laughs) No, I'm serious. You don't have to listen to me. Just look around. Look around at how many people treating people, have been treating people in ways that they wouldn't want to be treated for years. For years. It's not just about race. It's not just about the black race. A friend of mine told me the other day she walked in the store with her Indian husband and got all kind of eyes and she started teasing the baby that was at the table. The later, picked the baby up and moved her so she couldn't see her. Whoa. How insensitive are pe- have people gotten? This was raised in people because just today I watched a video where two of a black kid and a white, white black baby and a white baby was running towards each other. They must have been missing each other. They were running towards each other to hug one another. And when you have that kind of concern for, well, for the well-being of one another, that tells me that they were born with the power of love inside. And the power of love does this. Here's what the power of love does. It's gonna say, what can I do to make your life better? Now, when you marry a woman or a man, with that as your commitment, guess what? That love life is gonna last forever. That's what you gotta reach for. Don't reach for, ooh, he looks good, ooh, she looks good, takes good care of me, all that other stuff, that's secondary. The foundation is what can I do to make your life better? And you commit to that, and you'll have a wonderful relationship. I'm gonna tell you, my wife and I have been married almost 12 years, we've gotten so angry with each other but our commitment is to love one another the way we want to be loved. So when that comes up, we have a, we, we wrote a life plan together and that life plan consists of, when you have a problem with me or I have a problem with you, don't, let that problem sit in your mind. Sit me down and tell me. Give me an opportunity to make things better so that you and I can be happy. I don't want you sitting around angry at me. And I don't want to be sitting around angry at you. So we need to talk. And when we talk, we're going to talk with respect for one another. We're going to talk in ways that we feel that are respectful. And when my voice gets, I can talk to her like this. And she'll be like, calm down. <laughs> And I respect that. Yes, I do, because I love her with all my heart. The Bible says, "Love God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind." But the, the, there's two of them, two ways. So love God with all, love God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. But the second one is like the first. Well, if the second one is like the first, that means love your neighbor with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. Now, anybody that claims Christianity or goes to church, I hold the Bible up has missed that point and some kind of way I want to make sure that I spread this podcast through and through, through, threaded through the trees behind the trees, up under the leaves, on top of the roofs, through the houses I want it to go everywhere because this is the most important thing to mankind not money, not airplanes, not cars not police not houses but the fact that these things serve us behind love, not in front of it Love is the most important thing in our society. And I had to say it, I had just had to say it in that way, just coming in with an intro and exit. It really doesn't work. And we can break it down even more, but I don't want to keep you on here listening to me talk and rant about love because I've heard enough and I might start crying. So let me hang up here and um, thank you for listening. You take care. When I say love, I'm talking about a latitudinal compassion. A love attitude. This is true love. One, to feel the need to encourage and lift others up spiritually, psychologically, financially, in wisdom or action. Number two, the unchangeable aspiration that results in a commitment to behave in a lasting effort, to serve in ways that are good for, needed by, and in the best interest of the other person or persons. Number three, and oneself. Number four, it's altruism. Number five, it's compassionate, magnanimous behavior. Number six, the desire that converts to action to prepare oneself and one's situation to be of the best optimistic benefit for self and others. Number seven, it is the highest power.